Alrighty, hello again everyone and welcome to it. It is the Derek Hunter Podcast for April 3rd, 2023. Happy Monday to you. April showers bring May flowers and stuff like that. Action-packed program for you today. We'll get to it as quickly as I can get through telling you to go to patreon.com slash Derek Hunter Podcast or DerekHunter.locals.com to support the program, get bonus material, pictures of my kids and all that kind of stuff. I just put up some pictures of the girls on Friday, because why? Because, damn, they're cute. And you know what? I'm a proud father. So uh, check it out. For low, low cost of five bucks a month or more, nothing's stopping you from going higher. Uh, you get access to everything. So I appreciate the hell out of the support. Patreon.com slash Derek Hunter Podcast or Derek Hunter dot com. Now let's start with the news. Oh, yeah. Though, by the way, the contest, we have a winner. I'll announce the winner at the end of the show, blah, 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 yakety-schmackety, you know how it is in the contest. If you don't know what it is, this is your first show ever. When you join one of those sites, you get to enter for autographed books every week. Two autographed books against each other. This week, it was Ivanka Trump versus Mike Huckabee. Both autographed. Uh, Somebody won one. The other one will be back to take on a new challenger this week. So you'll find out who at the end of the show. Now let's get started. There is a lot that has happened since we last spoke, and I will be the first to say that I will eat. Uh, it's not a giant full plate of crow. I'll eat a little bit of crow because I, I called that the uh, indictments were not imminent, and uh, Trump was saying that he was going to be arrested. So he wasn't arrested. But allegedly, supposedly, reportedly, according to even the prosecutor's office in New York, President Donald Trump, former President Donald Trump, has been indicted for what we don't know. That's the thing. It's still a sealed indictment. Why is everything so secret with this? You've got an indictment. Okay, well, we have the right to know. Well, you'll find out when everybody else finds out. Okay, that's fine. I don't want a sneak preview. I don't want to look behind the curtain. I want to know what the charges are. Isn't that important? Shouldn't that be the thing? You indict somebody. But this is the way prosecutions, especially in the political realm, happen. Sealed indictments. Now, what is a sealed indictment? An indictment that is sealed is, we've got this. We can pull it out at any time. We can charge you whenever we like. Or we could never charge you. Honestly, that's what it means. There were allegedly sealed indictments in the Clinton-Lewinsky case and in Whitewater, but they never came to pass. Where they were, I don't know if they were or not, but there are political and practical repercussions to, or at least there were, to pursuing a former president, to pursuing any politician, really. You've got to be very, very careful when going after a politician. Why? Because the odds are pretty high that whoever is doing the pursuing will be of the opposite party of the pursued. It's just how it is. It's sad. It's a sad comment. I can't remember the last time a a Democrat went after a Democrat. I can't remember the last time a Republican went after a Republican. And you can't tell me, and I'll never believe, that there just simply are not corrupt people out there. 
that could have easily been charged and probably should have been charged with various crimes, serious, real crimes, not, you know, paying off a porn star to keep her mouth shut. And then she didn't, and she tried to extort you. But, um, yeah, by the way, she's she's selling a lot of autographed merch. According to her own Twitter feed, she tweeted out that the the sales of autographed photographs and things like that on her website are going crazy. So thank, 20 bucks for an autographed picture. That you, Who's going to display this? She's nude in most of them. Yeah, I went. It's called research, ladies and gentlemen. I did that for you. I clicked on the link to her website. and I looked, Most of the pictures, she's naked or near naked. They're older photographs because, you know, time has not been particularly friendly to Stormy Daniels. But if you've got a picture of a, a former porn star, I guess she's allegedly retired, although she's stripping and I'm pretty sure if you... It's like saying I'm I'm retiring from from baseball, and somebody pointing out nobody nobody wants you on their team. Are you really retiring? That you, you like it's over. You you batted two twelve last year in fifty eight games. You hit no home. It, like the glory days are gone. Is it really retirement if you are if no one will sign you, Stormy? She says she's retired from porn, but, you know, are they lining up for it? I don't don't know how old she's in her 40s. You know, like I say, as far as uh, longevity of looks, the porn industry is up there along with, I don't know, heavy drug use and massive drinking. As far as the uh, not going to age you very well things you know it's like what do you do for a living i'm a professional stressed out loser probably not going to age you very well at least in the looks department so she's retired because nobody wants it if somebody added a couple of zeros somebody offered her some money who knows who knows i don't know but she's selling autographed pictures of herself because she's very proud of what she's done she's proven herself to not be a person of her word she's proven herself to not be trustworthy she's i have signed a non-disclosure agreement but if i think i can shake a couple more dollars out of the tree i will violate that non-disclosure agreement which by the way she she lost a case against trump but she sued trump on top of it. that was what was hilarious and she lost and she sued trump for, i think for defamation i'm not sure how you defame a, a porn star but uh, for defamation, she lost and she had to pay his legal fees. So she ended up, I think it was about as much or somewhere near where as much um, that she was, that she got in her hush money deal from Trump that she had to pay back in legal fees. So she's like a big time loser, but she's making making 20 bucks a chunk. Oh, and by the way, her book deal that she got because of this, Michael Avenetti, stole all that money too apparently so she's not what she has in breast she makes room for in her body by having a brain removed but uh, yeah she's selling them 20 bucks who is the who are the people who's the market for buying autographed pictures of a nude stormy daniels because what do you do with that you're gonna frame it and display it somewhere I have a lot of, well, not a lot of autographs, but I have a fair share of autographed photographs. And they are all on display. You know why? Because none of them are of nude people, right? 
<laughs> Bono, when I met Bono in the, the halls of the United States Senate and he drew me a photograph, I drew me a, drew me, drew me a photograph. He drew a picture on a, a sheet of paper. It's really awesome, actually. It says the United States Senate and just the address of the Senate. It doesn't even say a senator on it. And notepad. He drew the picture. It was not a tasteful nude that he drew and signed for me. <laughs> he just drew it and gave it to me. Yeah, I still display it if it were a nude because it were a drawing, but if it were a nude photograph of Bono, first I'd wonder where I got it and what was wrong with me, but secondly, I would probably keep that somewhere in a book and show it to a couple of people go like, dude, did you see this thing? Oh my God. And then close the book back quickly so that my children never see it and they would discover it several years after my death and going through books. What do you do? Who wants to pay 20 bucks for a nude picture of Stormy Daniels? Pro tip for anybody dating out there or just looking for friends. If you go to a guy's house or a girl's, I guess, and they have an autographed photograph of a porn star on display anywhere, be it framed on the coffee table to um, on a magnet, on the refrigerator, really even anywhere if they just have one leave get out run away that's a telltale sign of somebody who's dealing with issues they're not quite ready to uh, see through to completion this is they're just they're they're crazy they've got problems but she's making money and things are going to hell because the floodgates are now open the floodgates are now open and the game is on. Republicans have to, have to treat Democrats the exact same way they are treating Trump. They have to. This, these are the new rules. You do not get into a fight. You're like, well, we got to fight. Marcus of Queensbury rules. And then suddenly this guy's throwing dirt in your face, kicking you, biting you and everything like that. And you don't go, well, I'm going to rise above that. I'm going to rise. Ab- no, you don't rise above that. You fight to win. All right. The time to rise above it, the time to talk about rising above it is before it happens where you say, all right, no biting, no throwing dirt in your face, no kicking, no pulling hair or anything like that. And if they start doing it, you've got to fight back. Turnabout is the fairest of plays. It really is the only fair play in the grand scheme of things. So now... Every Democrat politician has to be put on notice. They're going to look into you. Allegations of anything need to be investigated. It is only right. It's in order to save our republic. That's just how the world works now, thanks to Democrats. And oh, by the way, it is... um, no expenses will be spared. So be prepared. All you Like Nancy Pelosi right now. We need Trump or any Republican to win in 2024, not just because of the insanity the Democrats are committing, but because Nancy Pelosi is getting up there in age. He's getting up there in age. And she needs to be thoroughly investigated to find out how it is, whether or not she engaged in insider trading and got even richer by slipping information about what was going to happen with government 
to her husband so that he could make stock purchases. He has far too long of a track record and far too successful of a track record, quite frankly, to just be coincidence that he knew when to sell and when to buy. Just saying, right? We need an investigation into that. We need a long investigation into that. We need a trial. We need an indictment to get to the bottom of it. Now, you're sitting there and you're going, well, what do you mean, Derek, a trial? That's not what happens. You need to have proof. You need to have suspicion. It doesn't have to be beyond a reasonable doubt, but it has to be a pretty damn high bar to indict somebody, especially a former Speaker of the House, somebody so historic as as, uh, as Nancy Pelosi. Well, no, we just have to apply the Pelosi standard. The Pelosi standard, what is that? Well, you'd you'd be surprised because you think she doesn't have any standard. She has double standards. But she wouldn't be able to live with herself knowing the devout Catholic that she is, that she could live with double standards? No, no way. Because upon hearing about the indictment, the sealed indictments against Donald Trump, allegedly up to 34 of them, which is insane. If you take one thing and you cut it up 34 different ways. It doesn't make any of them any stronger. But uh, she tweeted out, quote, the grand jury has acted upon the facts and the law. No one is above the law and everyone has the right to a trial to prove innocence. Everyone has a right to a trial to prove innocence. What in the hell does that mean? That means that she's taking the concept of innocent until proven guilty and turning it on its head. She is showing her inner Nazi here, her inner communist. You are guilty, now prove me wrong. And Of course, in those communist and fascist regimes, you can't prove you wrong. The jury's in on it too. It's not like you get a fair trial, but the jury's instructed to assume you're innocent unless you prove yourself, or assume you're guilty until you prove yourself innocent. No. The jury understands that somebody's going to the gulag here, all right? It's either the defendant or the jury. You guys vote however you want. You're free to vote however you want, wherever your conscience takes you. Just know that if you free that person, you're the one going to be doing hard labor until you die, okay? Do you like seeing your family? If you don't, you know, I've got a way out for you. That's what Nancy Pelosi pulls. Everybody has a right to a trial to prove innocence. Okay, well, then Nancy has a right to a trial to prove her innocence, that she did not engage in insider trading and enrich herself and her family and probably her friends. I don't know how far this goes, but I do know that the power of the Justice Department under a Republican president because no Democrat president would dare seem to give a damn about the insider trading. That seems obvious and it's, you know needs to be tried to find out of Nancy Pelosi. None will ever bring it. So a Republican one. They need to run up at least $50 million worth of legal bills. Don't worry, Nancy Pelosi's worth anywhere between 200 and 300 million dollars but it's not all cash it's in stock she'd have to sell so her and her and paulie would have to sell some stock maybe they'd have to sell one of their uh, vineyards to pay for the legal bills because this has to be a long protracted investigation and see the thing is 
like I say, Nancy Pelosi's up there in age. Nancy Pelosi may not, this will be a long, drawn-out, thorough, forensic accountant-involved investigation into every little nook and cranny into the colon of the Pelosi-incorporated scam out there to find out what's going on. This could outlast Nancy Pelosi. Certain parts of it we need to get to trial immediately so that she might face justice, or at least, I mean, so that she might have the uh, right to trial to prove her innocence. But others will continue long past her expiration. So it will hit the Pelosi estate. Because if it's ill-gotten gains, it's ill-gotten gains. Look, we need to know. But don't worry. Every member of the Pelosi family will have a right to trial to prove their innocence because anything less would be uncivilized or something, right? Isn't that what we need to do? These are, this is the Pelosi standard after all. And it's not just Nancy. It's all of the Democrats. But we start with Nancy and we hit them all. I think a criminal investigation into AOC's trip to the Met Gala is warranted. It'll give her a chance to clear her name, right? A a good trial will give her a chance to clear her name. And what do you want more than anything when you're starting off, when she's now engaged and going to be getting married relatively soon? You want a clear name. So, you know, yeah, it'll probably cost her several hundred thousand dollars in legal bills, if not more than uh, over a million in legal bills. But to cl- what price clear her name, right? Am I right? It's only fair. These people are setting the standards. It is about time and necessary and just that these very same standards, uh, they be held to them. After all, who doesn't want their day in court to be afforded a trial to prove their innocence? Right, Nancy? Right, Democrats? This is what you want? This is what you get. Remember when Harry Reid was warned that getting rid of the filibuster on judicial nominations would come back to bite him in the ass? And he said, now we're going to be a permanent majority. I mean, two years later, Republicans took the Senate. And four years after that, or six years after that it was, there were three shiny new Supreme Court justices all appointed by a Republican president. Yeah, remember that? The same damn thing again. Will they learn their lesson? No, they haven't. So they need to be taught it again severely. I do really genuinely believe we need to treat treat these Democrats the way that the Democrats have treated us. It, 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 it's, they seem to be asking for it. They seem to be begging for it. And who would we be? What kind of monsters would we be if we denied them? The turnabout, because turnabout is the fairest of plays. It really is the only fair play. And now I imagine that Democrats are just riddled with guilt over having these double standards. It's got to haunt their dreams. And so it's the only right thing to do. Need to find out what look politicians... In the House of Representatives, there are a lot of non-disclosure agreements with former staffers. There are a lot of former Hill staffers who have entered into non-disclosure agreements. If you remember during the Me Too movement, back when Democrats pretended to care about such things, they had a uh, there were reports that members of Congress were using uh, our money, their office budget money, their to pay off 
staffers. And there were non-disclosure agreements. That should not be. That should not be. We need to get to the bottom of it. If if the uh, if Stormy Daniels can violate the non-disclosure agreement, then the Justice Department can override non-disclosure agreements with females, mostly, but not exclusively, probably, in the House of Representatives who have signed non-disclosure agreements with members of Congress over sexual harassment. It's the allegation that's so important. And as a matter of fact, Joe Biden himself is hiding evidence that could clear his good name. Remember Tara Reid? She's the one who accused Joe Biden of uh, trying to rape her and actually you know, violating her. In the halls of Congress back in the 90s, there's contemporary evidence, including her mother calling into Larry King Live and mentioning this on television at the time. So it's clear that she told people. She said that she filed a complaint with personnel in Joe Biden's office. Joe Biden has sealed all of his congressional records. How many other people have done that? How many people have filed complaints against Joe Biden? Look, you don't you don't decide one day to try and rape a staffer out of the blue and then it didn't work. She fought you off and you go, oh, well, I guess I'll just have to cheat on my wife the old-fashioned way. You don't do that. You've either got it in you or you don't. How many more? Alleg- we need a trial of Joe Biden as a former president, in order to give him, as Nancy Pelosi says, the opportunity to clear his name. It's the only the fair thing to do, right? So we need to, yes, I understand that Joe Biden gave his papers to the University of Delaware with the stipulation that they be sealed until after he's dead. Because who doesn't want all of their stuff hidden from the public while they're alive and could face consequences for it, right? That's perfectly normal, is it not? But a dogged Justice Department could certainly and should certainly, in the name of justice and in the name of hoping to clear Joe Biden's good name, demand the unsealing of those documents. Now, Joe may well be senile beyond the ability to face a trial at that point, at least a criminal trial, but a civil trial to clear his name, uh, filed by Tara Reid for a good chunk of his estate, would be perfectly uh, acceptable for Joe to clear his good name, right? We've got to give him that opportunity. Anything else would be wrong. And unsealing and, and freeing up all of those people who worked on Capitol Hill from their non-disclosure agreements with Democrats, Republicans can be in, uh, investigated by other by Democrats, but by Republicans. That is what uh, what must be done in the interest of fairness. And like I say, you know, if non-disclosure agreements, if there's no consequence for Stormy Daniels for violating a non-disclosure agreement, again, you should never pay a porn star to keep their mouth shut and expect them to do it. That's how they make their living, at least a third of it. But that is, uh, you know, if, if there's no consequence for her, and her, she's getting celebrity now. She'll probably, well, she's, I believe she's heterosexual. I was going to say she might have a show on MSNBC. But I don't think they actually are in the left. Like, they always claim they love porn stars. Oh, it's your body. Do with it what you will. But when the chips are down, I don't think they want them around because they mostly engage in heterosexual activities and... Uh, Nah, 
nah, they don't don't really mean it when they say nice things about them. But anyway, we have uh, some amazing audio to get to. Now, where do we uh, where do we get to first? Let's go to Jay Johnson because this is funny. This is again projection on the left. Jay Johnson is the former Secretary of Homeland Security under Barack Obama. He was on Morning Joe this morning because reasons. I guess I don't know why anybody would put this guy on on television about this story. It's he's completely irrelevant to the story. But that's so much of what cable news is nowadays, both on the right and the left. By the way, you watch. I watched uh, Fox last night, and the people were like angry. Angry, angry. The guests were ang- They're not really angry. I know these people. They're fake. And they're fake on the left, too. Jay Johnson doesn't really give a damn. But he's very concerned. He says that Trump's rhetoric's going to lead somewhere bad. Can't say why. It's Why is because they think so little of, of anybody who isn't them. But I want you to, to listen to Jay Johnson talk about how he fears for the country because of Trump's rhetoric. On the national scale, I am very concerned that former President Trump has abandoned all moderation in his rhetoric. It is overheated rhetoric. What he is essentially doing uh, in talking to his base, those who, as John put it, under are still under his spell, is it's basically take up arms against our government, state and local. And particularly after January 6th, uh, Mr. Trump ought to know the consequences of this kind of rhetoric. You know, he will swear that I did not intend violence by my rhetoric. uh, But there's a point where you do intend the consequences of your actions. And we've seen this with January 6th. I'm very concerned that this could be a repeat of that. I know that the Department of Homeland Security right now, as we speak through its intelligence and analysis uh, directorate, is closely monitoring social media, all of its sources, just as is the NYPD and the FBI, looking for potential demonstrations that could turn violent on a national level, whether it's here in New York or Mar-a-Lago or any place else. And I think they need to be vigilant right now, given the former president's very overheated rhetoric. Secretary, uh, having said that, Now, my favorite part of that whole clip, aside from the just endless stream of BS that he spews, is that immediately they go to Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton is sitting right there. Rhetoric, overheated rhetoric, violence. Al Sharpton's overheated rhetoric has a body count. He has inspired and started riots in New York. He's killed Jewish store owners through riots. Look it up. Freddy's Fashion Mart, the Crown Heights riots. Take take a look at it. See, and Al Sharpton sitting there going, "Well, you got to really watch that rhetoric." There's been no come to Jesus moment for Al Sharpton. There's been no maybe. You know what? In the interest of Al Sharpton clearing his name, the Republican Justice Department needs to launch, and I'm calling for it now when Republican president gets in there, they need to launch an investigation into Al Sharpton, not just his finances and not just the the destruction in his wake, but the whole thing. 
There are far too many people out there with bad opinions, low opinions, of Al Sharpton, MSNBC host, journalist, civil rights leader, that we need to afford Al Sharpton, in the words of Nancy Pelosi, the right to a trial to prove his innocence for Al Sharpton. We need to have that investigation. Let's get it going. Let's do this thing now. The good and right Reverend Al Sharpton cannot be allowed to sit around with such a sullied name for as long as he has, and we cannot let this injustice go any further than we must. In fact, realistically, Al Sharpton himself should be calling for the Biden Justice Department to put him on trial for all his corruptions so that he has a chance to clear his name. He should not have to wait two full years for his chance to clear his good name. Nancy Pelosi, the same thing. She should throw open her books and let people know how it is that she got so rich and have a thorough and complete investigation with everybody in her family under oath, repeatedly. Call it the Trump treatment because God knows the Democrats have afforded the Trump family every opportunity to clear their name. The same courtesy needs to be extended to them, does it not? It's only right. We'll wrap it up here. Make it uh, get you get you going on your day. A couple of things I want to uh, play. What do I want to say? I'm, I'm going to play you this clip from Morning Joe. I love this clip from Morning Joe because of the righteous indignation of the left and particularly of of Joe Scarborough himself. There is this bubble around George Soros. You can't say George Soros. If you mention George Soros, you're only saying George Soros because he's Jewish. He's uh, he's about as Jewish as a ham sandwich, but he's Jewish. He's he's one of those non-practicing Jews. They're like, okay, so you're, you're what, ethnically Jewish? And I'm supposed to think that there's rabid... Yeah, there are rabid anti-Semites, but you only pull this crap when you, you can't defend what you're saying. When you don't want to... Def- when it's easier, you just... Def- the left has gotten incredibly lazy. They used to deploy this occasionally, and it had teeth when they did it. And I'm talking about, you'd call somebody an istorophobe, a race. You're a racist. Okay, uh, not, but, you know, it would shut down debate. Why? Because people would go, well, I'm not a racist, and they'd recoil. I'm not a racist. I'm not a racist. Well, during the Obama presidency, they used it for everything. They used it any time anybody had any, you know, oppose Obamacare, you, you call it Obamacare because you're a racist. No, what kind of stupidity is that? So the real charges of racism, the real cries of racism, the real racism out there kind of went the way of the dodo. Not because it didn't exist. There's still racism out there. It's certainly not as prevalent. I mean, when you got CNN running a story about digital blackface, if you use a meme that involves a black person, that's some of the most pernicious and prevalent racism today. Like, really? Because then we're out of mission accomplished. My God, if if online memes on social media are the modern equivalent of a cross-burning, we've really, 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 really come a long way, baby. And we have. We have. 
I wouldn't argue that we haven't come a long way. I'd argue that what the left is now claiming as racism isn't. Well, they sit there and they call everything some sort of something because it's much easier. They're used to what used to work in the 90s. Of, if you, well, you're a bigot. Oh, I'm not a bigot. That would be the immediate response. Now, everybody, not just the right because they accuse anybody, just plows right through it. They go, yeah, whatever. Anyway, here's why you're wrong. And the left can't handle it. So they get angrier and angrier and angrier. And every once in a while, one of them takes up arms against people. But when it comes to George Soros, there is no real defense. These prosecutors like Alvin Bragg are Soros-funded. Back before George Soros noticed this soft target in prosecutors' offices, the average raise for DA or whatever, it was maybe in New York is maybe $100,000. Maybe in most other places it was $10,000. Like, really, you could afford to run with no money. Because who's going to give money? It's not an exciting race. You get money from lawyers, right? You get money from defense attorneys. Because why? Because they're hoping to curry favor with you. But you give very little. There's a couple hundred here, a couple hundred there. And then suddenly George Soros saw this opening and said, hey, uh, we can't change legislatively the laws that we don't like, but I can put people in charge of enforcing those laws who will refuse to enforce those laws. So it's it's better than having a legislature because you can have a legislature then pass another law say, you've really got to enforce this. And the prosecutor goes, nope, not interested. Prosecutorial discretion, which is meant, you know, for the, the mother of two who doesn't have any money, who steals a loaf of bread and uh, to feed her family. And you look at that and you don't go, well, I'm sorry, the statute says you've got to go away for five years. You look at that and you say, no, understanding these these circumstances, what we're going to do is we're going to drop it down to a misdemeanor. Uh, you plead, no contest, we'll waive the fine. you got a record, so if you're caught stealing a lot in the future, you're going to get in trouble, but th- we're going to let you go. That's prosecutorial discretion, not uh, prostitution is illegal, but I don't, I don't think it should be, so I'm not going to prosecute anybody possession of selling of drugs is illegal but i don't think it should be. we've got too many of this type of person to school to prison pipeline blah 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 in jail so what i'm going to do is not prosecute that it's no it's that's different that's abuse pointing out that this is why george soros is giving tens of millions of dollars to races for prosecutors across the country is now being labeled well it has been for a long time labeled again this morning on Morning Joe as anti-Semitic because they can't deny it and they can't defend it. If you can deny it and or defend it, you deny it and defend it because you make your opponent look like an idiot. You make yourself look like an idiot if you just scream that it's bigotry. It tells you something about the case. You're not trying to convince anybody when you just say that's anti-Semitic. That's racist, that's homophobic, that's transphobic, whatever. You're not trying to, to convince anybody of anything. You're just try, You're sending a message to your followers, stop listening. The people who already agree with you. That's what uh, Joe Scarborough does here with Soros, and criticisms of him are anti-Semitic. Wondering, um, he can't help himself. Ron DeSantis embarrassed himself by saying he was going to fight extradition charges like he has any say. I mean, again, one more Republican that really just doesn't give a damn about the Constitution of the United States. Uh, and, of course, you've got to 
You, 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 you got to just... What's this line? Look at the Soros back. No, it's just Jews. They're attacking Jewish international bankers. It's what anti-Semites have been doing for hundreds of years, attacking Jewish international bankers. And that's what they do. They try to blame everything on Jewish international bankers. It's Germany, 1933. But why does Ron DeSantis further embarrass himself by saying, I'm going to ignore the Constitution and I'm not going to extradite Trump to New York? <laughs> Legal sc- Joe Scarborough is about as well-versed on the laws of this country and intelligent as he has been faithful to his first two wives and probably his third. But that's neither here nor there. I love it. It's talking about Jews. They're anti-Semites. It's Germany, 1933. Well, wait a second. One party contains the people who want to see Israel wiped off the map. One party contains the people who say we want to see the Palestinians control the from the River Jordan to the blacks or to the sea and the whole thing. Um, there's one side that is constantly talking about that Jewish money. Talking about anti-Semitism. That's one side that supports Hamas. There's one side that introduces uh, resolutions to condemn Israel. It ain't Republicans. It ain't Republicans. But don't worry. It's all because George Soros, who again is about as Jewish as your coffee cup, does he? Have you ever spotted him with a yarmulke? Have you ever spotted him going in or out of temple? Does is he Jewish? I don't even know. But they can't defend anything else about it, so they just go back and his parents were Jewish. He survived the Holocaust. Yeah, he helped, according to uh, some published reports, he helped spot other Jews. So he, he managed to survive the Holocaust. I mean, you got to do what you got to do, but let's not pretend that that warrants you a cape. And it also doesn't change the fact that he gave Alvin Bragg, he gave a group that was supporting Alvin Bragg to support Alvin Bragg $1 million. $1 million in a race that would never get anywhere near there normally in that kind of money. To point that out is anti-Semitism. Because they don't want you to point that out. It's wildly inconvenient. Ben Collins over at NBC News. Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr. and Ron DeSantis have all claimed that Alvin Bragg is, quote, Soros-backed or aligned since the news of the indictment dropped. In reality, Soros has never met or spoken to Alvin Bragg. So what? He links to a CNBC article, by the way, that contains the following, quote, Soros' $1 million check to Color of Change Pact, the largest individual donation it received in 2022 election cycle, came days after it endorsed Bragg for district attorney and pledged more than $1 million in spending to support his candidacy, according to records. You don't need to have had a sandwich with a guy, played a round of golf with a guy, or sit around and complained about everything with a guy to recognize that those dots form a straight line. I'd say hanging around Mika makes you stupid, but Joe wasn't all that smart to begin with. So we just got to be honest about that. But who's the anti-Semites again? Why don't you have Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib on to discuss it on the next morning, Joe. (laughs) And you just suck up to him, probably try to sleep with him too. 
All right, that's enough for today, I think. It's a week. It's, I don't know. It's Palm Sunday, and it's the freaking weekend, and this week's going to be crazy as it is, so I'm going to go a little light on Sunday. Although I'm not going to get light in my loafers. Although I am. I'm losing weight, so in that sense, I guess I am. Down uh, 18 pounds already, so good to me. Going to the gym every single day. The month of March was perfect for me. Probably going to this again tomorrow. Anyway, uh, before we go, the contest. The contest, the contest, the contest. It is Jerry McKinney. Congratulations, Jerry McKinney. You have won, my friend. You have won the audit. You chose Ivanka Trump. So she's all yours. She's in an envelope awaiting your address, and I can send it off to you. Autographed Ivanka Trump. That means that Mike Huckabee is coming back. What the hell? Let me reach what this book is. It's uh, God's Guns, Grits and Gravy. Mike Huckabee. He's actually looking a hell of a lot better. I think he cut out the grits and the gravy. And uh, that means he has joined this week. Is this a first printing? I believe it. It's got to be. Why else would I have a second printing? It is a first edition of from 2012. Good Lord, this book is that old? 2012, Brad Thor, the book Blacklist, autographed by the one and only Brad Thor. So it's Mike Huckabee versus number one New York Times. It might be Huckabee's probably number one New York Times bestselling author, too. Uh, number one's going head to head. Alpha male versus Huckabee. I don't know. But anyway, go to patreon.com slash Derek Hunter Podcast or DerekHunter.locals.com. Enter to win the contest to see which book you would like. And you shall have it. So it is written, so it shall be done. Somebody's going to win. Why not you? All right. Thank you for listening. Have a great one. I'll see you tomorrow. 